You're listening to Sweet Bites with Sandra with your host, Dr. Sandra Coltimedici. Follow on Instagram and Facebook at Dr. Sandra Coltimedici, the podcast and lifestyle Instagram at Sweet Bites with Sandra, and for upcoming course announcements, follow College of Style on Instagram as well. Join Sandra's Facebook groups, Sweet Bites with Sandra, and icons of online movement today. Hi, I'm Sandra, and I'd like to invite you to subscribe and listen to my new podcast, Sweet Pipes with Sandra. Satisfy your entrepreneurial sweet tooth in each episode full of digital business tips, inspiring interviews, asides from my entertainment career, and rewards to celebrate your sweet success. Find Sweet Bites with Sandra on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Mama, who's listening to you? <laughs> That's my daughter, Julia. She's always asking me, Mommy, who are you talking to? I'd love to hear from you because you are the one listening to my podcast. And I want to know what you think about Sweet Bites with Sandra. You can write a review and comment on the podcast at the link that I put in the show notes or simply type it in www.sandracoltamedici.com forward slash podcast review. By leaving a review, you could win early access to College of Style before enrollment opens this May and a one-on-one coaching call with me. So learn more by visiting the link. And I'd love also if you could share my podcast with a friend. Thank you so much for listening. Hey, everybody. I wanted to welcome you to Sweet Bites with Sandra episode nine. This is so exciting because we are fully into the new year now. And I just wanted to say good luck to you in 2021. It is going to be awesome because we are on this ride together. Let's just jump right into it, huh? Okay. I wanted to give you three ways to make your online class a success. And those three things are pretty easy to implement. So number one, delivery. Number two, relevance. And number three, ownership. Now, when you think about presenting an online class, if you are the instructor, you need to have great delivery. And that means that you need to keep your audience captivated. You want them to stay in tune with what you're saying because you want them to retain the information. The second thing about relevance is your online class will be a success if it's relevant to what the person that is attending is trying to learn and relevant also to what is happening in the industry. So you want to make sure that you're giving out the information that is the most current, up-to-date, and also relevant to what's happening right now. The third and final one that will make your class a success is you've got to own it. You need to own everything about it. And that means from the branding to the, the copy to all of the things that go into you being able to uh, present something that is unique in perspective, but also gives a ton of value. So think about those things when you're putting together your online class, delivery, relevance, and ownership, and you will do amazing. So every now and then I want to share things that I've come across on the internet. And this is one, it's a website called Sweet Night. And I thought, (laughs) you are so up my alley. Um, And so I wanted to share it with you because I reached out to them because it looks like they've got great reviews and they have toppers, pillows, mattresses. Um, Check them out. The link is in the show notes. So make sure to check those out and just use the code Sandra at checkout 
20% off um, site-wide and then additionally in another 20% off of pillows. So, oh my gosh, if you need some pillows for the new year, 40% off is a great deal. Happy shopping. Have you been to my shop lately? I have been in the lab and creating new items just for you. Take a look at the decor, the brand new eye collection, and spanking new done for you templates for social media. Yes, <laughs> I told you, I am giving you my A game in 2021. Check it out and buy yourself a little something to reward yourself for making a commitment to yourself to rock 2021 like no other. Just visit www.sandracoltmedici.com forward slash shop today. So let's take a call from one of our listeners. Hello, I'm Stacy from Utah. I wanted to know how to make my Instagram shoppable and if I need to start using the guides they have. What do you think is the best way to showcase my products on social media? Thank you. Stacy, that is a really great question. So when you think about um, making your Instagram shoppable, there are some key things that I have found when I try to make my Instagram shoppable, which is they don't like it when you just post a whole bunch of like memes and um, different personal photographs on your Instagram page if you want it to be a shoppable page. So there are some instructions and I'll put those uh, a link to it in the show notes. But one of the biggest things is to make sure that your content showcases your products because it will go against the Facebook guidelines and everything um, if you don't have a shoppable product on the images that you're trying to make shoppable. So <laughs> I know it sounds really easy, but there's so much that goes into it. So I will post the link in the show notes as far as how to make your Instagram page shoppable. But the best thing to do is to look at your Instagram and think about how can you make what you would normally do. So like your you know, your intimate personal moments that you're sharing and some of your favorite, you know, on the fly moments and think about how to incorporate your products into those so that if you want to keep your Instagram looking like it feels like you instead of just a shopping page, try to think about how you can incorporate your products into what you're already doing so that you aren't getting flagged, you know, by the rules people at Facebook so that you're still in accordance, but that you're making it look and feel like it's an extension of you. So definitely check out the link so that you have all of the information you need going forward to make your Instagram shoppable. And then you also mentioned, should you be, should you use guides? And that's a brand new feature. And I love it because I put three together on my Instagram page for Sweet Bites with Sandra. And if you check it out, there's one that's on the blog, in the shop and workshops. So basically I put a live one there. So any kind of post that I put up that are for workshops or webinars or anything like that, that's gonna go into my guide for live. And then I put all of my fun stuff into the shop and then I put some of the features for Extra Byte in the blog. So definitely use those guides and make it organized so, th so that people can really find out, you know, in a really concise way, what you're doing and what you're about. If you have a question that you would like answered on Sweet Bites with Sandra, the podcast, feel free to call 401-216-5059, leave a voicemail, and you too could be featured on the podcast. Welcome back to Sweet Bites with Sandra. I am so excited to be joined by my good friend and another Sandra in my life. Her name is Sandra McCoy, uh, and I am so excited to see you because I haven't seen you in so long. I know. I know. 
okay so let me tell you let me tell you some of her credits because you have to know where she's been and where she's coming from and what she's doing now so she has been on everything from hidden hills to csi miami to sabrina the teenage witch she was on power rangers the hot chick oh my gosh horror high back to um deep in the valley pimp, excuse me pimp and peewee which oh my gosh um femme, femme fatales and you know she has guest starred and co-starred and done so many things as an actress but she is also an accomplished dancer which is where I met her on the Laker girls. So we were both two Sandras, but I went by Sandy. She went by Sandra. And now she's doing something that I think is genius. Um, you have how many kids? Three. 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 Ages five and under. Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> so you are in the thick of it, just like I am. Yeah. And how, and they're boys, all three boys? Uh, no, the last is the girl, the two-year-old girl. Oh. Okay. So you have both sides of the spectrum here. So I have to ask you, Let's just talk about transitioning. So you transition from pro dancer to actor pretty seamlessly, it seems like to me. <laughs> Is that not the way it went down? that way to you. You know what? Actually, it was my dance agent who sent me on my first acting audition. I think it was for General Hospital, and I'd never acted in my life. They just said, mm-hmm. say these words, and I, and I booked that one. So mm-hmm. I guess that was seamless because it, it allowed me to get a, um, a theatrical agent, mm-hmm. um, but the rest of it was <laughs> Not seamless. Then I had to learn to actually act, which I'm not sure I totally ever did. But um, you know, (laughs) you know. Well, so we're all we're all constantly learning, right? Um, Well, so Power Rangers. I just want to touch on this because my husband and I were just talking about Power Rangers, and I said, I think I know one. I think I know one. Because he's from France, so you know, I, I I kind of you know pull that card every once in a while. I'm like, I know people. I know people. <laughs> so how was that experience? Um, and we'll talk about a few other ones, but I want to get to what you're doing now pretty quick and, and dirty. But so talk about Power Rangers for just a second. How did that come about? That actually was one of my um, my first jobs, also my first auditions after General Hospital. And I actually didn't get the actual Power Ranger role. It was between me and another girl and the other girl got it, but they had me be a girlfriend, a recurring um, girlfriend for one of the other Power Rangers, which was fun, which was so much fun. It was a fun way to learn. They actually had acting coaches on set. So I got to learn while doing it and while being paid for it, which at that time I really needed because I just moved to LA and yeah. mortgage was a thing. So um <laughs> So it was just a nice uh, to learn to learn while working, but um, it was it was fun. It's definitely a different. There was a different um, technique to that sort of acting for kids shows. Mm-hmm. I think that I did grow out of later on, but it was still just it's so much fun to just be and play and yeah on a set. Well, I we were talking. Do you miss it? Well, I miss seeing some of the things that I know stood out for me as far as you know, maybe they were just iconic for, for someone as someone who knew you to see you on stage with people like NSYNC. Um, I think it was the MTV Music Awards. Is it the, yes. So the title, when you got the contract, because I know in my career, I did something for Mad TV and I was Hoochie Mama number one. So, because there was somebody else and she was Hoochie Mama number two on the contract. Yes. So did it Well, you say, were number one. I, <laughs> I was the number one. So for you, was it, a, it was a secretary that you played on stage, but wasn't it called something else? Yeah, the, t- the role was sexitary, the sexitary, which um, 
it's not uncommon, you know, to, to, to get, but I actually, I had done a music video for them and they asked me to come on and I didn't know what I was doing when I flew to New York, got there. Um, not complaining, very, very fun job. Um, but you know, there, I think there've been even crazy. I think I was like nurse Jellyfinger number one at one point, at one point or just something. And it's all very, you know, it is exactly what you think it would be. Mm-hmm. But, uh, <laughs> so you actually, well, you were, you were performing on stage and you got the infamous smack on the booty by Justin Timberlake. So that goes down in infamy <laughs> for me. That's a, like a highlight, an iconic Sandra, Sandra McCoy moment. In addition to all of your other amazing acting scenes, this one stands out to me because I feel like you have to be in a good headspace to just be able to participate. So in the era of Me Too, probably not so much. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't think those roles would exist anymore. And even if they did, you know, it used to be light and fun. It felt light and fun at the mm-hmm. time. Um, it's not anymore. And it's also not that I have a daughter. Now that I have a daughter, it's also all, right. it all feels, there are things, you know, I'm going to have to explain later on when she's <laughs> old enough to do certain things. I've got some explaining to do, but yeah. anyway, you know, it was fun. It was lighthearted. I was there to do the choreography really. And mm-hmm. then at the end of that, at, at the very, very end of that, um, the, uh, in the song, they say, we must be kings of pop. And um, and the very background, they didn't tell us this was going to happen. All mm-hmm. of us and the rest of the dancers were standing on stage. And Michael Jackson comes out and starts dancing. And none of us knew that was going to happen. And that was incredible. That was oh incredible. I mean, we stopped dancing. We forgot that we were on stage. And we all turned and looked at him. And I mean, just even when you think you're the performer, something else can, <laughs> can rock your world. That's what I remember most about that performance. Yeah. My friends remember about that performance. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay well moving forward you actually we're talking about you're gonna have to explain some things but this is something that i just saw um recently and that's the play at home mom co and that's something that you just you're like the brain child of ideas upon ideas and during the pandemic you just decided hey i'll just start a new business right uh, you know <laughs> more out of necessity than anything else i'm still mm-hmm. just really Excited, um, to have the opportunity to do it just because um, now that the other industry, um, well, it's opening up now, but it had been shut down mm-hmm. for a while. And I also just wasn't as much a part of it ever since I got pregnant with my first kid. I mean, I got pregnant, you know, I was pregnant for pretty much five years straight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there was a lot that I couldn't do. Yeah. Um, and so just even getting back into all of that was something that I had had trouble doing. But then I actually had gone um, to school to get my master's in psychology. And that's where I started making sensory boxes to begin with um, for um, different type of family dynamic, uh, you know, observation uh, things for a lot of my students or for my kids or for clients that would come in when I was a trainee. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I started doing that and seeing the value of what sensory boxes and sensory play could do just then. And then I ended up having my own children one of whom has um, sensory issues himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was just an avid, avid Etsy um, purchaser, customer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love Etsy. I love what it stands for. I love, I love the artisanship that it allows people to do and just the personal touches that you're allowed um, to receive, you know, handwritten notes from people, handmade mm-hmm. items. I just, you know. Yes, just, this, all some of the stuff that you see here is from Etsy. Like I have all of the, my kids, you know, stickers that are on their wall with their name, like everything is like customized. I, I don't, I do the deep dive in the, de- the Etsy. <laughs> so yes, yeah. I feel you. I love it. I love it. I'm mm-hmm. such a customer. I'm, I was such a fan beforehand. Um, and I was purchasing things for my kids and always adding and always adding mm-hmm. and adding and adding to them. 
Um, and then there were certain themes that my kids were just obsessed, obsessed with that mm-hmm. I couldn't find. So I to start making them for them and then when I realized people were going to be at home with their children I mean they were so helpful for me because you know come March all of my kids are home I'm home my husband's home everyone's mm-hmm. home and it's just so easy to just hand them a screen which I mean yeah. I'm fine my kids we've got screens we use yeah. screens but I needed something else to be able to give and do um and just have available to them when I needed to do the dishes or the laundry or, you know, or just have a moment or have a moment. I mean, I still stand up while I eat. I don't know if you do, even when my kids aren't around. So I'm just so used to having to, to go, 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 you know? And so I ended up um, being able to figure out how to make my own Play-Doh, do all the things, you know, that would be Mm -hmm. necessary to start sending these kits out thinking, Oh, I'll just do this on the side. I'm here. I'm home with my kids. My kids can help me. It'll be a mm-hmm. fun project. It's, it's definitely more, it's more than just a fun project right now. Now mm-hmm. it's um, something I'm focusing on doing for my future. Like mm-hmm. this now is my livelihood. Um, I mean, other than, you know, my husband's husbandly sponsorship <laughs> for life. <laughs> right. Well, let me tell you, I saw this Instagram photo the other day of your kitchen and it was like a sea of, I think, letters you're baking. And I was like, this is the, pr- this is, this is what I'm looking at is Shark Tank. This is what I'm looking at is one of those behind the scenes videos that you see on Shark Tank of, of someone who had this great idea. And I literally think in like, I don't know, six months, if you apply, you're going to be on Shark Tank and you're going to have a shark in your back pocket and it's going to be in every major retail store. I guarantee you. Mark my words right now. Sandra, you're so nice. You're so nice to say that. I just don't know. And you know, most of my friends are in business and marketing. Actually, one of my very best friends, um, she helps, she does everything for all of my social medias. I just don't have the brain for it. But mm. even with that, like I just, I have to say, even with doing the things, I love doing special orders for people. And I love like the intimacy of it, that yeah. all of my friends who are in business, they keep talking about scaling and what my goals are. Yes. I, don't, I don't know. I don't, I didn't even think that that would be a question anybody would be asking me because this was just mm. supposed to be fun where I was going to be, you know, selling something once a week and maybe it would help a child, but just the feedback. Uh, you know, it it's hard, one, being a stay-at-home mom mm-hmm. or being a working mom, but working while staying at home with your kids and being a mom, it's just a whole new thing. I mean, all of it's difficult and challenging, you know, any sort of, any, any, any aspect of motherhood is, but mm-hmm. now my kids don't understand while I, while I'm, I'm, at, I'm at home, but I'm also working and I'm doing mm-hmm. something that they want to play with and I can't <laughs> let them. And it's just, right. it's all very complicated but I'm just I'm super grateful um for the feedback because it was so easy to say like okay like this isn't working for my family this isn't working for my kids but the feedback mm-hmm. from other people now that my kids have gotten used to it they they can live with a mom who's working at home or has to step away for a second I used to be one of the moms who never even had my phone like I, I couldn't return a text till after eight because I wouldn't even look at my phone all day with my kids because I never wanted them to think that it was my phone was more important than they were right and so now I I actually have my own room in the house where I'm working. It's the no-no room. It's really oh. difficult for them to to process that I'm home, but I'm not home, you know? Yeah. And I can't I can only imagine so many moms are feeling the same way right now because now they're at home working where their kids, you know, they, they don't understand why we can't play with them. And that part gets a little difficult. But the feedback from other moms who can sit and have some coffee or just see different things um, showing up for their children, 
mm-hmm. uh, ways, you know, I, g- I gave these as gifts to friends and they're like, my kids are going to throw this stuff everywhere. It's going to be such a mess. And I mean, <laughs> I had to get rid of so many sandboxes and sand tables because my kids were sand throwers, but these mm-hmm. just draw in. They actually draw them in, they do, which, you know, I was, I was hoping for, but it turned, it, it's just a whole different experience, both, uh, you know, um, like sensory wise and um, creatively for, for my kids. Nice seeing them. Well, so you started with one box and what was the box's theme? Um, I think my very first box was my space kit, which is still, and it's a sensory, it's a sensory bin with, um, and I did that because I couldn't find one that Mm -hmm. I loved and that my kids loved. And Mm -hmm. so I ended up just making my own for my kids and wanting it to, to be available for other kids. And now it's, it's my top seller and I love doing it. I love doing it, but um, it's just my children obsessed with the planets, the dwarf planets, all things space. And so I tried right. to include everything. They were always so disappointed because this didn't look like this planet. And I, and I get it because my kids, you know, there was a time I was like, whew, they are, they are focused and specific and picky. Now I love it because now I know who, who my, my audience is with these kids. I know that exactly. my picky, picky kids, you know, if they can be satisfied by something, then other kids hopefully are satisfied, entertained, and inspired creatively by, yeah. by what I'm able to put out there. And then you, I, I was watching this on, in like real time on IG. So then you, you expanded to like a 4th of July box. Is that right? Oh, oh yeah. After, yes, I did. I decided I expanded to a 4th of July one. And then, I mean, I, I went from space to, well, it started off just not even Play-Doh kits. The 4th of July kit is actually a Play-Doh kit. And I didn't know that I could make Play-Doh. Um, I actually am only using my kitchen for the first time now because I'm not a cook and I'm not the best cooker. but my kitchen now is just, I mean, I've got pots, pans, mixers for everything else that I'm making now for arts and crafts. But I mean, my kitchen is now being put to good use finally, but it hadn't been, but I went to the 4th of July one, which is now my, um, my go vote, my go vote box. I transferred it over and got the voting stickers that I really want kids to start to cherish early. Um, Mm. And that's actually my that's out right now. Nice. Go vote, 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 box. Well, so I know that as um, a person who's been in entertainment, you become the product, right? And so now that you are kind of transitioned into this entrepreneurial spirit that has a, a physical product be- besides your own skill, right? Um, you know, how do people do that? You know, for you, it might've been like second nature. I'm just going to make something and sell it. But for somebody who's never done that kind of thing before, like what was the first thing that you did? Did you write down your idea? Did you run it past some friends? Did you kind of get a box from Target and like throw things in it and say, hmm, <laughs> like what did you do first? Um, I actually made boxes for um, one of my best friends who has a child on the autism spectrum. And mm-hmm. I sent, I, I, well, I brought them physically over to her. And when I was walking to her house, her mom was like, oh no, I'm not going to be picking that up when the boys are throwing, their twin boys are throwing this around. Mm-hmm. And the next day, her mother, um, their grandmother, was, she called me and she was like, they are into it. Like they're into it. They're not throwing it around. They're not, but they were, they were Mm-hmm. focused on the box and which I knew because that's what they were initially made made for were yeah. for children who had um just different t- different ways of processing and mm-hmm. so being able to focus their attention and energy and communicate in their own head with what's in front of them as opposed to another human being um, right. that they're not forced to eye contact with or you know it was initially for that so I gave that to them and it worked so well for them and I thought if I could just keep creating 
and creating this for for everyone. I, I decided to see how it worked for my own kids because they're um, love them to death, but they don't sit well and they don't <laughs> they don't keep things you know in well. But um, it, there was just there was just a need, and um, mm-hmm. for me, I think doing something like this is really good for somebody who, like myself, um, you know, in the entertainment industry, you're supposed to. Um, boast yourself you know you are the the brand you are the and I even had one of my best friends helping me because all of a sudden social media mattered so much and we needed to have followers and we had and me as me like me as Sandra McCoy I felt like I don't have anything to say and I'm not interesting but, but I believe you are <laughs> no I'm not like and I just you know I couldn't push myself it didn't make any sense for me I love watching other people and what they're doing and seeing what they're doing online but if I didn't have anything to say I, I didn't want to just make something up to put it out there to try to get followers because I didn't but now that I'm creating a product and something that I believe can actually help all children and parents or whatever caregiver is watching the children while they're at home while they're and you know in different situations too but this is just the time where kids mm-hmm. need several different things to do at home yeah. you know for me it just uh, um uh what's that uh the phrase you know just everything coming together at a certain time you know not for better or for worse because who knows what what all of this is right now at this point in time but yeah. for my business it all worked timing wise mm-hmm. um because it gave me another way to to generate a livelihood while helping people which is what I really wanted to do which is why I was getting my marriage and family therapy license in the first place. And so mm-hmm. it's the best of combining, I'd say both worlds, like creativity, the crea- creative aspect of just being an artist and a performer, but also being able to help introspectively, which mm-hmm. is what I'm doing. And also stay at home with my kids. Exactly. Because exactly. they're home. <laughs> right now. But still, I, I still did want to be home with my kids. You know, mm-hmm. the, the goal for, I think, a lot of my mom friends is, you know, work, be productive, service your community, but also make your own hours so that you can be a parent at the same time. You right. know, there's a lot, there's also ways to do it. And I feel like, oh, grateful that for now, I've been able to find a way to do yeah. it. But yeah, so if you could just find something that you believe in, because if you're like me and promoting yourself and pushing yourself is not, it does, just doesn't, it's not, it's not natural for me, but, but doing, creating a product that I love and I believe in, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and then also being able to find an outlet like Etsy. Like I love, 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 love Etsy because it allows me to also interact, you know, with the customers. Mm-hmm. I mean, some, some are practically clients at this point. I'll just make mm-hmm. certain things for them. It allows me to be a lot more hands-on and a lot more, um, personal get a lot more personal with people like I'd like to yeah some of them are my friends now and I love it (laughs) well I I was just I I think I posted something the other other day on Instagram that said you know your your clients are your community don't forget Mm -hmm. that you know that if you are doing things that they love they'll keep coming back to you and you know and like you said you're maybe requesting personalized you know different boxes and things like that so it's lovely um and I just think that you have so many stories to give that we don't have so much time to give to them but you are very very gracious in saying that you will stay stick with us uh for extra bite so Thank you so much for joining us on Sweet Bites with Sandra. And we're going to head over to Extra Extra Bite. Make sure you do. If you're listening to this, stick around for the rest of the episode. But then after it's over, head to Extra Bite for the rest of this interview. Thank you so much, Sandra. Thank you.
So I wanted to tell you a story about one of my favorite music videos that I ever did. And it was a long, long, long time ago. One of actually one of my first jobs. And it was for a music artist. Her name is Marie Serenholt. And she was from Sweden. And I was so excited because it was one of my first trips um, overseas. We got to fly to Sweden in the middle of the cold. It was so cold. And me, I'm from Vegas. So <laughs> this was like everything had snow, ice capped everything. And it was amazing. It was the most beautiful country and we had so much fun. The music video was called That's the Way That My Heart Goes and I had short curly hair. I was with one of my good friends, Chucky Claypow and his sister and uh, Brian Tanaka. So there's so many great dancers there and we just had so much fun just being in Sweden and taking in just the scenery and the beauty and we got to stay at her house. It was so random but so much fun. So check out the video. I'm going to post the video on my website. So make sure that you go to my blog and check out the video. It's called That's the Way That My Heart Goes and it was so much fun. Are you looking for a webinar platform that really has your back? For me, I do a lot of webinars and I do a lot of lecturing and speaking and, and I really feel like I need something that's simple. I don't need something that's complicated. I want something that's able to take my message, distribute it, have a live option, but also be able to automate. For me, Webinar Ninja does the trick and I definitely highly recommend it for you too. So if you're looking for a webinar platform, check out Webinar Ninja on my software solutions page. Just go to www.sandracoltonmedici.com forward slash software dash solutions. So I'm, I really love Extra Bite, and that means that there's always a sweet reward with every episode of Sweet Bites with Sandra. So on this one, instead of doing a sweet bite that's actual food, I'm going to give you a list of some of the sites that I have found amazing food on, and that is on Instagram. So check out the blog, sandracoltamedici.com forward slash blog, and check out the links to all of some, well, to some of my favorite um, IG uh, foodies. <laughs> and then also, um, because I am not interviewing someone for this week's episode of Sweet Bats with Sandra, I wanted to give you a brand new thing that I'm going to start doing, which is a Spotify playlist. So introducing you to some of the artists that I'm listening to, um, doing all my late night work. Um, so I hope that you enjoy. Check out the blog. And that's it for now. And I will see you on the next one. Cheers. <laughs> If you would like to sponsor an episode of Sweet Bites with Sandra, make sure to send an email to info at sandracoltamedici.com. Include in the subject line, be a sponsor.